We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You got to follow me on Twitter. And it's Wednesday, September 6th. And we'll be taking a first look at the week one NFL DFS slates on DraftKings and FanDuel. Talk a little bit about golf. Maybe, uh, maybe look at uh, we got two MLB slates today. Maybe take a look at that. Some props, some pick them. We got everything for you here in the morning. Joining me, the man, the myth, the legend. Derek Farnsworth, but people most lo- notably know him as Noto Notorious. Well, welcome to my world in the morning at eleven in the morning. I you normally you normally write a lot of a lot of the content at Roto Grinders, so I'm assuming you, you're up early in the morning most most days anyway. Yeah, up early. Plus, I got a little one. Got to get him off to school. So uh, I'm with you on the early morning thing, but uh, doing a show every morning that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Well, I have to deal with the chat people, but the chat people <laughs> in the morning are actually are actually pr- pretty nice. So if you're in the chat, give me those thummy thumbs. You know, I like those in the morning. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Good morning. What does Bart B, Robin Taylor, Daniel Hutchings, the t- Nathias J asking about Kelsey's knee functioning or what? Uh, we, we already know. No. It's NFL week one and we're still we're, we're entering week one with. Major injury ramifications for the slate. I mean, obviously, tomorrow is uh, the, the Thursday showdown. We got Will on tomorrow. We'll talk more about, you know, Kelsey's status then. But, I mean, on this slate coming up, I mean, you have the, you know, the first look, obviously, here. If you're a premium member, you get all, you get all the content. You get all the projections, all the ownership, all the access to lineup HQ, the tools, props, pick them everything so click on that link in the description get ten dollars off your first month but i mean some of the major injury stuff i mean like terry mclaurin we don't know if he's gonna play like obviously we got like cooper cup i mean i don't i don't expect him to play but we got we got a lot of 
injury statuses heading into the season that could dramatically affect the DFS lineups that you're playing. Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, you mentioned Cooper Cup. Uh, George Kittle looks like he's questionable. Pulled up the injury uh, situation room earlier. And, uh, yeah, more big names usually than we see um, that are questionable heading into week one. And there could be more. You mentioned, uh, you know, Kelsey being listed as questionable. Nobody really thought that was going to happen. And then all of a sudden popped up on the injury report yesterday. So usually we have all these things kind of ironed out uh, ahead of week one. But that uh, doesn't look to be the case this year. Well, let's take a look at these injury situations and what we should expect, what values could open up in case some of these these players are out. Now, we already have uh, Jerry Judy listed as out. You can see here, if we bring up uh, the, the screen, if, if, yeah, there we go. Uh, we have all the injury statuses in lineup HQ, so you can see the O's, the Q's, right? Anyone that is questionable or better, we will project in the RG projections. Uh, and then once the status is updated, uh, we will update it. Obviously, we don't have today's update in for Jerry Judy. But Jerry Judy is out. We have the Broncos. The Broncos do have a 24 implied team total. I'm, I mean, last year, Russell Wilson with this offense did not look good. But, I mean, the totals on this slate aren't all that high anyway. With Judy out, are are we are we prioritizing to some extent Cortland Sutton? And I think a lot of people are going to be looking at at Mims at Min Price at three K. Do you do you think that uh, you know this this is a the the Denver receiving game is necessarily you know like slam dunk with Russell Wilson behind behind the behind the center. I mean, they got rid of Nate Hackett, so that's obviously a, a bonus for uh, for Broncos. But uh, I don't know. There's more value on this site than we typically see. I would think, you know, if this was Week Four or something, I'd be more interested in playing all these guys. I certainly still like the the projections for Sutton and Mims, uh, maybe even Dulcich as well at tight end. But uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them slam dunk plays. I and mean, when we saw this offense sputtered time and time again last year. Um, the total is pretty nice. You mentioned the 24 point total, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily force them in. There's some value on Indy as well that I think uh, seems a little bit more safe in my eyes. OK, so let's let's talk about uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bounce in between injury statuses and value. I wanted to talk about that Indy situation. So Jonathan Taylor, obviously, uh, who knows who knows where he ends up this season if he plays this season. Zach Moss is I don't know. Is Zach Moss's uh, status, is he officially out, doubtful? I mean, we don't have him in the projections, so I'm assuming he's doubtful or worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a big like difference not... between whether or not he plays or not? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be out until week two or three. So, uh, Deion Jackson, very cheap, especially on DraftKings. Um, and typically, I'm more willing to play the, the cheap running back chalk when they get those spot stars just because, you know, the volume's going to be there. And uh, the running back position is pretty much all about volume. Nice home matchup against the Jags. Now they're more beatable through the air. And uh, I do like Anthony Richardson as well if you want, you know, a leverage play off of Deion Jackson. But, uh, yeah, those are two of my favorite value plays on the board as of now. Do you, do you think that this is a much more fragile situation than people may realize? Because I, mean, I head into week ones and week twos of NFL season as a GPP player. I love, I love fragility. 
I, I, I love it when people think they know and then they don't. And we have very small sample sizes in NFL. So, like, I look at this type of situation and they got Evan Hull. Obviously, he's a, what, a fifth rounder or something. Obviously, he'll mix in. Don't they have done? Is it just me? I mean, obviously, since I'm a numbers guy, I'm not a, I'm not a you know, watch the tape, grind the, the, the all 33s, whatever they call them. Uh uh, don't they have Kenyon Drake on like the practice squad or something? Like, are are we are we guaranteed that they're only going to have two running backs available? Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. We'll have to tune back later in the week. Um, but yeah, you got to think. You know, Moss is going to get the start. But to your point, yeah, this is the week where we think we know these teams well because we've been studying them for three months. Uh, that's pretty much all we have to do because we can't, you know, grind tape like you just mentioned. But we really don't know anything about these teams. We're not going to know. And then after week one, everyone thinks they're going to, you know, repeat what happened in week one. And then everything's exact opposite in week two. So I think the first two weeks of the season are the best time to get a little different, to have stronger takes, to get away from uh, the chalk. But at the same time, when it comes to running back chalk, I'm usually more willing to play it um, than some of the other positions. Right. Only because of the, the salary discount, especially at 41,000 at 4,100. Yeah. On on DraftKings, Deion Jackson is much more of a pass catching back than you know Zach Moss would be. So at forty one hundred on a full PPR site, I don't know how much you could get burned. Will it be necessary? Like if he if he ends up with ten points, like will that win you the Millie Maker? Probably not, but you won't be you won't be disappointed with that. But on FanDuel at fifty six hundred, I think that's that's yeah, that's still cheap. I think playable, but half point PPR more more touchdown focused. Uh, I, I I mean I have to be concerned. I mean this this isn't this isn't the Matt Ryan cult or anything. I mean this is yeah. I mean with Rich, with with Richardson at quarterback. I mean we're going to get into the situation with the Colts. I mean the Colts are not going to be good this year. The Colts have a twenty and a half implied team total. Are is this going to be like a Cam Newton type of situation where? Where you have, I mean, Cam Newton arguably may be better, but you you go play the running backs, very similar to the Ravens running backs, and it's like, oh, 4,100 Deion Jackson. Oh, rookie quarterback, he's going to check down. It's like, are you sure about that? This is the type of guy that two yeah. seconds in the pocket and he's gone. He may not be looking at his running backs, and we may be sitting there with, like, Anthony Richardson has all the points, and these running backs are all sitting there with, like, four or five points because – the Colts can't move the ball. They'll have three three available running backs, and like, like it's either two yard rushes and and not many screen passes. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. That's kind of why I said I like Richardson as sort of a leverage play if Jackson does become very popular. Um, it's probably too early in the week to see you know true ownership percentages at this point, but. Yeah, I mean, Richardson, dual threat quarterback, typically they don't check down as often as, uh, you know, some of the pocket passers. So I do like that play. And then, I mean, if you're playing cash games, is it – you think it's bad to play both of them in something like a cash game situation? Oh, what, to play both, what, Hull and Jackson? No, Ri- Richardson and Jackson. I mean, playing Richardson in cash, I mean, that's – That's true. I, I don't I don't even think you need to I – think, I think in cash games on DraftKings, I think, I, I think I'm much more – I mean – there's so much salary savings, Noto, that like, I mean, we have people, I mean, Sam Howell at 4,900 against Arizona. I think he'll be more popular than Richardson. I think Richardson obviously has a higher ceiling with his legs, 
but I don't necessarily think this is the week where you pay down a quarterback. I mean, like, like Herbert's there at 6,900. If anything, you play Geno Smith at 6,100. I mean, for GPPs, okay. But yeah, but you don't want to. I, I feel, I feel a rookie quarterback in his first game to, to have 80% of my volume, right? In cash games on that. No, yeah. I was more saying, uh, asking if you would play a quarterback with a running back on the same team in cash games. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I think in in GPPs, even the pricing is cheap enough that, like I said, like it's if the if the Colts, hey, the Colts miraculously put up, you know, five touchdowns. I mean, Deion Jackson could have 20 points and Richard's gonna have 30 points. I mean, it, it could be we've seen Lamar Jackson. And like guys like Gus Edwards both put up ceiling games because they run the ball so much. And in definitely catch games, I don't care about the negative correlation. I'm just looking for the best, the best mean score possible. But yeah, Anthony Richardson and cash just in general. I mean, dude, I don't even want to play Sam Howell in cash and he projects well, actually. Yeah. I, I feel you there. Um, yeah, any other quarterbacks? He really, I really like uh, Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to have a big year. Brought in Todd Munkin uh, to call the plays, gave him some more receiving options. And, um, and we have Lamar out here saying he's going to throw for 6,000 yards. So uh, I'd love to see that if it could actually happen. But still one of the best for rushing quarterbacks in the league. And I typically like to avoid you know quarterbacks when they're big favorites. But when it comes to Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's typically running the ball late in the fourth quarter when they're up anyway. So he's going to be you know one of my flag plans of the week yeah i think he's much more much more uh appealing on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings. 8900 he's the second highest priced quarterback on FanDuel, but not the but higher on DraftKings. and the FanDuel sal the way the salary distribution is on FanDuel, like you're typically paying up for quarterback because the cheap quarterback like when sam howell's 7100 and lamar jackson's 8900 that spread yeah, it's much an hour while on DraftKings, like Lamar Jackson's almost double the price. So I think on FanDuel, yeah, I think if you're playing definitely cash games, I think Lamar Jackson will be uh, QB one on 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 FanDuel. On DraftKings, it's a little bit more of a choice. Uh, no, I want to get into more of the injury situation. We we talked about Sam Howell. Uh, is is Jahan Dotson at five K? going to be pretty damn popular if Terry McLaurin is out. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, you know, we'll see on some of these other injuries. Looks like uh, Romeo Dobbs is also questionable, so we could get some value opening up on Green Bay as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you're playing – is 5K the price on uh, FanDuel, you said? I think uh, – on FanDuel, I think he's 6,100. But, I mean, that's okay. a – the equivalent of I I I thought the Dotson would be cheaper. I when I'm like, yeah. oh, let me see what Dotson. I thought maybe 3,800 or something. Uh, I mean, he's at a level where if McLaurin is out, I mean, I think he's fine. I I I suspect in GPPs if that happens, if we get the news early enough, not like Sunday morning news. I yeah, sure, I'll play Dotson 5K in my like cash lineup on DraftKings. But this dude could be like 20, 25% owned in GPPs. And do I want to do I want to play a chalky Washington offense? Yeah. I mean, everyone that plays Howell is probably going to be looking to Dotson if uh, McLaurin's out. So, I mean, yeah, Arizona's a great matchup. Um, it looks good on paper, but like we mentioned, we don't really know what's going to happen here. So, 
Uh, that's one of the one of the more interesting decision points to make. Uh, another another situation I, I want to look at is uh, the chalk game. I mean, the, the game to target. I mean, everyone's going to go. The, the highest total game on this slate is uh, the Dolphins-Chargers game. And if we take a look at the projections right now for, for that game, let me move over from the injury tab. Uh, I get the sense that Tua, Hill, Waddle type lineups, especially with the value available this week, I think I'll be very highly owned. Like in comparison to other 13 game slates. Uh, what's going on with the Miami backfield when it comes to, you know, Jeff Wilson's now on the IR. Like I expected Raheem Mostert to be projected higher. Are are we expecting like the, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, a cane. I know, I know he's like a, a darling in best ball drafts now because I, I all on Twitter. How much is my Devon Kane ex- exposure? But like Salvin Ahmed is there also. Uh, are we just expecting like Mostert? How much of the work could it could it be one of these situations where we're projecting much more of a share, and it just turns out that they just lean on Mostert for eighty plus percent of the work, and I view that. If he's going to be eight percent owned, obviously this up this ownership is going to is going to update throughout the week with Jamino. I mean, I look at this as you fade the passing attack, and you just hope that you know we've seen Raheem Mustard in week ones put up you know eighty five yard runs to break it out, and then of course gets injured in the same game. I think that was two years, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, am I am I nuts, or or, or do I feel like are they really going to give? a cane like just out of the gate like 30 plus percent of the snaps no i don't think they will and i think by the end of uh the week we're gonna see a much higher projection and a much higher ownership projection on Mostert. Uh, a couple other models that i look at each week uh, have him projected a lot higher than we do at the moment so i could see that number coming up um and you mentioned that i mean Mostert, this is the best time to target him he's injury prone and uh he's one of those guys that relies on speed uh, Chargers were a defense that you could run on last year. So I think it's a great spot for him. Um, I do think he'll get the bulk of the work, but I don't think we're going to get that sub 10% uh, ownership that we're hoping for. I could I be wrong. Hoping. I was hoping so. I was like 8% mustard. What, what is, yeah. what, what is going on here? Uh, but obviously that's, that's a big part of signing up for Roto grinders premium. You get the combo premium package. You get just the NFL only if you want, but I suggest getting the whole damn thing. Right, you get all lineup HQ, all the ownership, the fantasy projections, all the articles, all the premium shows. We got the props and pick'em package. We get you get everything. So click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. Is there anything else from a first look standpoint that you're looking at uh, for NFL Week One on either DraftKings or FanDuel? Uh, what are you doing with uh, Saints running back situation? Do you think Do you think Jamal Williams is going to be as chalky as as we're predicting him to be? I guess it depends on uh, if Mostert goes up uh, in terms of ownership and you know some of these other injuries. But, man, it seems like a pretty good spot for him. I think this may be one of these weeks, right? And I'll talk about it more on Friday where we talk more GPP strategy. This may be one of those weeks. I mean, this is FanDuel at 6,800. I mean, he's, he's what, 5,100. This is one of these weeks. We see this. We see this happen a lot in GPPs, Noto. 
that Jamal Williams, 5,100. You know, no Kamara, right? Good matchup, right? They have a healthy 22.25, which for this slate ain't that bad. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's going to be one of these weeks where Jamal Williams is like, oh, okay, he's the value running back. Like, he's, it's going to be Jamal. You, you're going to be playing like Jamal Williams, Deion Jackson, Kenneth Walker. Like, that's like like the cash build type yeah. of thing. But there's so many running backs. I mean, that. I mean, if you just take a look at the at the projections, like the within like two points mean projection in like the five to seven K range, you've got so many running backs. It's like it's it's you got Rashad White. You got Alexander Madison, Javante Williams, all right, uh, Herbert, Connor, Etienne, Mostert. I mean, like, dude. I mean, you could even mix in Dobbins. I mean, like, they're they're not all that far away. And NFL is is much higher variance, especially when it comes to running backs. People think of wide receiver variance, but running back ceilings are mostly tied to touchdowns. So, like, we have a bunch of guys that could score that could fall in the end zone twice. It may be that it's either these type the type of week where everyone gets stuck on Jamal Williams and he ends up being like 36% owned. But I suspect it's the type of thing where by Saturday, people are like in GPPs are going, well, everyone's going to play Williams. So I'm going to play Rashad White and I'm going to play this guy because there's so many choices. And then Jamal Williams may be the chalkiest running back, but just comes in at like 18% while everyone else is kind of spread out. So it may be the type of thing where, oh, Jamal Williams, why didn't I play him at 18% on? I thought he was going to be 35. Yeah, we see that a lot in these week-long sports where the guy that initially projects to be the highest owned, um, everyone kind of gets scared off by the ownership projection throughout the week. They try to talk themselves out of it. And then by, you know, lineup lock, he ends up coming in a lot lower owned than we necessarily thought. Um, The same thing happens in golf um, all the time. So uh, I, as long as you like the spot for him, I think you're okay to play him, especially, but to your point, I mean, with all these guys just projected right around him at, you know, a quarter of the ownership, certainly, uh, some interesting pivots there. And Donnie Watson in the chat is asking about Keenan Allen's 4% ownership at 7,300 on DraftKings. I'm, I'm, exp- I'm expecting that the ownership of everyone in that game to, to go up. This is just our initial, like algorithmically kind of run projections uh jimino will be updating them day by day so a lot of times multiple times throughout the day so i mean that's what we. it's wednesday you don't have to worry no no when do you do you build your lineups 
for NFL on Wednesday and then just leave them alone. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I used I used to do them Saturday night, and even that I found was too early. That I'm like, no, I'm just gonna wake up a little bit earlier on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'm barely starting my research on Wednesday. Typically, I'd like to start at Thursday after the first run of uh, injury news, just because so much can change between you know Thursday and Sunday. Uh, you talked about golf. PGA is off this week, but we do have the the DP World Tour, and and of course, I've not played golf DFS in in quite a while, and uh, and don't follow golf, and I was wondering what DP stood for, but it, actually, DP World is a is a logistics company. And not not something uh, sexual related. But <laughs> that's the, it's like the DP Irish Open. It's like, dude, what what are what are the props for this look like? I don't know. I don't know. Getting involved, but uh, you do have a, a a short article up for uh, for premium members for the essentially this is what this used to be called the Euro Tour, right? Yeah, it used to be the European Tour, um, and we weren't expecting to have any content, um, you know, for the DP World Tour this part of the year, but. DraftKings came out, put up some big GBPs, so we wanted to get something out there for the premium members. Uh, and last week, there was some pretty big overlay um, in their contest. We rarely see overlay these days on DraftKings, so if you do want to play uh, golf this week, it's kind of fun. You know, you wake up and the sweat's kind of over um, just because of the time difference. So um, you either have to stay up late or just, you know, not enjoy the, the golf sweat like you usually do. But should be fun. A lot of people that play these just kind of rely on their favorite set of projections. They don't really dive into the research as much as they should, like they do on the PGA Tour. So I think there's an edge here. And uh, yeah, we got uh, some few things out for you guys. Uh, okay, who's the who's the who's the cover cover per person for for the article? That's uh, Rio Hisatune. I'm not sure if I'm saying his uh, last name correctly, but uh, yeah, he's been uh, pretty good. I think he's coming off of three straight top 25s. Um, and this is uh, probably the best field that the DP World Tour is going to have uh, all year other than the, the BMW Championship. We've got Roy McElroy in the field, and he's pretty much um, a lock and load play if you are you know, playing anything, cash games, uh, single entry, stuff like that. Right, and we have uh, all of uh, the golf projections. The DP Tour, you have to switch over from the PGA Premium projections to the DP Tour DK projections. No ownership, though, I'm assuming because – because these typically this is like an off week. Most DFS players would consider this to be an off week, a yeah. bit smaller contest. So not exactly sure how how ownership is going to play out. Yeah, no, no ownership projections. And this is actually uh, not our PGA model for Roto Grinders. These are just my ratings. Um, Jamino's incredibly busy right now. So, uh, you know, he wasn't too happy when we were asking him to run some DP world tour projections for golf. Um, but yeah, shout out to Jamino. He's uh He's an absolute animal. Um, so these are just my ratings uh, based out of 100. And uh, I'm kind of building my my lineups off that this week. Right. And you can see here in lineup HQ, you do have blurbs and tags and everything in here. So if you want to go in and even build by projections and single out certain golfers that, uh, you know, uh, Noto and, and cards, I guess, probably, probably, well, maybe not, maybe not this week, but I'm looking through. Uh when you're using lineup HQ and PGA, are there any are there any custom rules that you necessarily use? Because I wanted to highlight one of the the functions of lineup HQ that people may not know about because it's kind of little it's a little buried in here, and it's in the build rules, custom settings, and you're able to add a custom rule, which could involve any position, any players, 
and either like fantasy points, ownership, or salary. So, I mean, I haven't played PGA in a in a long time, but I would remember you could do this in groups, but it takes you longer. Of let's say you know when you were building lineups, you were getting a lot of like Rory McIlroy, Tyrell Hatton lineups, like double pay up up top, and like these barbell type of lineups. Uh, and let's say you didn't want that. Let's say it's like I. I don't want to play McElroy or Hatton in the same lineup. Now, obviously, you could make a group that just says, you know, those two golfers, max one. But you could make it so that I don't want to play more than one golfer that's over 10K, which will cover all of these. You know, we cover Adam Scott, Shane Lowry. But you could do it much easier by using, you know, give my lineups at most one golfer who has more than you know 10,000 salary so that when you press the build button now you didn't have to make that group you're just like okay you're not going to get more than one golfer that's 10k or above do you do you do any of these types of rules in pga or think of any other possible rules that could be useful for those that do See, this is why I was excited to come on the show because I knew I would learn something from you, uh, the lineup HQ guru. Because I'm, I'm sitting here making groups, doing the same exact thing that this tool does. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm excited uh, to try this out. So yeah, I was going to bring up rules to where normally when you run just the, uh, you know, the optimizer for PGA DFS, you're instead of getting the two expensive guys and cheap guys, you're get kind of getting everyone right in the middle, um, and then you're not getting the elite offers. So I, I usually build rules the other way where. You want at least one golfer above 10K. Um, okay, you could do that. We could switch that. Yeah. We can go, uh, give my lineups at least one golfer that has more than 10. I mean, just yeah. all you have to do is switch that box. Yep, and then I also build groups. I usually take like the, the chalkiest three or four golfers that I like that week and then say a max of two, and it looks like you can do that here as well. Um, if you, you know want, you know like, how you would do it, Noto? You hmm. add this, you added second yeah. custom rule. You could add as many as you want. I do I do this in, in sports like like – uh, baseball, right? For like, I don't want to play, uh, you know, like these one-off batters, right? That are like 20 plus percent owned. It's like uh, no more than one in the lineup. Like you could do the same thing. So it's like, give my lineups at most one, like you said, the max of like two. You don't want to play more than two like chalky golfers in your lineup. So you could do like at most two golfers who have more than like 20% be owned right yeah love there it. you go so you don't even have to go and go like which what are those golfers and have to go to the groups and go well i gotta put these like seven guys in a group and then obviously as you include and exclude like sometimes the group gets disabled and you're not sure next thing you know you have the list of oh, like yeah. 36 groups and you don't know which is which a lot of that could be solved by you know just simplifying it into well you know you're not going to play more than than two golfers that are highly chalk. So just there, find the, maybe it's 18%, maybe it's 22%, whatever your cutoff is, you could just simply do it in the custom rules. I'm, I'm, su I'm surprised that, you know, you know, you're, you've, you've been at Roto-Grinders the I longest, know. but I, 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 I think to be fair, I think I've been using lineup HQ the longest of any. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, golf is the only uh, sport that I do MME in. So I'm typically a one to five lineup guy in uh, baseball, football, basketball. So 
I like the hand build, so I typically don't, you know, do as much lineup HQ as most. But uh, yeah, it's fun to learn new rules, and uh, I learned the uh, what is it OIS thing that you guys were talking about yesterday with cheese. That's really cool. Uh, I didn't know that was an option either. So uh, I'm learning things every day. Right. Uh, let's 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 move on past the tool time. Uh, if you want to send in uh, questions. We, we, we do have a mailbag segment, but we need your questions. So if you any, have any questions about DFS strategy in general, MLB, NBA, PGA, NFL, any, any questions at all, send it into the mailbag. And the mailbag is questions at theoryofdfs.com. They'll go directly to me. And, uh, you know, we'll include, we try to include one question a show from the mailbag. So we need to kind of build those up. Uh, so, so we'll have Will on tomorrow for uh, for NFL Showdown, and we'll still talk baseball and stuff like that. Uh, Friday, MMA, maybe some college football, depending on who's on. So send in your questions for the mailbag, questions at theoryofdfs.com. And let's close this out with uh, some, maybe take a look at some MLB stuff. Uh, I do I do have a prop angle for MLB, right? We do have, uh, we have two slates today. We got the, the Wednesday uh, early slate and the, and the late slate uh, later tonight, which Grinders Live will be on later, 5 p.m. Eastern. Crunch time to follow. Uh, Cheese already has the million-dollar musings up for this early slate, so if you're a premium member, go check that out. Basically, he says that you're probably playing uh, at least one of Peralta and Wheeler because the, the rest of the pitching kind of kind of blows. Uh, from a prop perspective... I already have this on underdog. I don't know if it's moved, but Joan Adone under four Ks. I think that's still up. Keith Eister in our props and pick'em package uh, got Joan Adon under four and a half strikeouts at minus one forty-five. Real early uh, uh, last night, real early in the morning. Uh, but on BetMGM, Adon under three and a half strikeouts is plus one fifteen currently. That's the best line. If I if I was uh, I no no. September 28th, they open sports betting here in Kentucky. Wow. So, See, so I'm I'll, still... I'll, be, I'll be able to, 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 to not have to win three to five props <sighs> in order to make money on a given yeah. day. So I'm, I'm looking still, forward. I'm still driving across the border to make my bets once a week. So I feel you. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get it here in Utah. Uh, how long do you have to drive for that? It's like an hour. So it's, it's not great. It's not, so it's not like the type of thing of like, Oh, this player's out in the NBA, and no, it's like yeah, I, I got to drive. By the time you get there in an yeah. hour, the, I think the lines have moved. Get my big list of uh, bets and play them once a week, and hope nothing goes wrong. It's not great. Uh, do you have any uh, uh, maybe golf or NFL or MLB? Any any props? I know you post some stuff on scores and odds. Anything early that you're looking at this week? Yeah, I like two props, one baseball, one football. Baseball, I like Matt Manning, less than four and a half strikeouts tonight against the Yankees. Um, look, I'm betting on regression. His ex-ERA is nearly two full runs higher than his actual ERA. Uh, he's had less than five strikeouts in five straight games. And his BABIP is the lowest of any starting pitcher in baseball. I just, I mean, he's probably going to be in trouble. Um, I know the Yankees lineup is not what it used to be, but they brought up Dominguez. Judge is healthy. Uh, Stanton is probably going to play tonight. So uh, I'm going the under four and a half strikeouts there. And then for football, I like Nick Chubb. Um, I think it's going to be a big year for him. Don't have to worry about Kareem Hunt still in those third downs. And the books and prize picks and underdog, they all have it about 67 and a half rushing yards for week one against the Bengals. Uh, I love that. Uh, I think our 
our model has them at like 85 yards. Um, I was sorting by the top plus minus uh, in the rushing yards on scores and odds this morning. And uh, that one really stood out to me. Uh, just to echo your sentiments, Matt Manning, a uh, mean K projection is in the bat is 3.58. So definitely under four and a half. Uh, that number may still be up right now on prize picks or underdog. It may have moved to four. If you can get it at four and a half, I think that's an excellent, excellent play on, on both of those pickup sites. And Chubb, you, what, what did you say, Chubb? I, I've seen Chubb at 90 and a half on prize picks. Have you, have you seen, when did you see him at like 67 and a half as the over? Uh, I swear it was this morning. This Let's morning? See. Are we talking about rushing yards? Yeah, rushing yards, 76 and a half. 76 and a half. I swear that he, he was, he was, he was lower, that he was, it was higher. Chubb. 76 and okay 76 okay i may have it okay i i think i'm confusing my my own little little note sheet of like how much he probably should have so maybe maybe i'm agreeing with you so <laughs> i have i have him at nine at nine like efficiently at 90 and a half so i think like the over 77 uh what what is, what is the number yeah 76 i think i said 67 and a half but it's 76 and a half 76 and a half yeah and our projections rg projections have him at 90 and a half yeah. the only thing that i'm I, I I don't necessarily love about Chubb props is that like a lot of his projection, like our mean projections are, and you have to be very careful when it comes to props that using fantasy projections, their means and props are done by median. Yeah. That Nick Chubb has a lot of these like games where he rushes for like 168 yards. So that mean gets like bumped up a lot. And if Chubb doesn't have like that one big run, a lot of times he doesn't make his prop. But I think in this game against Cincinnati, I think maybe there's a more outsized chance of, of a big play. I'm, I'm assuming you think the same way. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just looking at his numbers from last year. I mean, he hit it maybe 75% of the time, over 76 yards. So uh, the median actually looks pretty good on his, uh, in, his in his career. He's someone I perennially fade in DFS because he always he, – Because <laughs> he dude, never catches the ball. Well, well the, no, the thing is is that I don't mind playing guys like Nick Chubb when they're low-owned. And no matter what his projection is, like seems like every week you look yeah. at his mean projection with Kareem Hunt there especially, and it would be like he's like the 26th ranked running back and he'd still be like 12% owned. So it's like, I, yeah, I'd play him if he was – 3% on, but he's like, this guy is always owned to some degree where I never play him. So basically whenever the Browns game comes on, like on red zone, it's like, we got to cut to Cleveland. I'm like, please not let, and then you see that 70 yard rush and it's like, okay, I guess I'm not, I'm not winning a GPP this week. What do you think of the Browns this year? You think Watson's going to be any good? He projects to be good. I know that's that, that's a, that that I don't I don't have any other takes other than like you you run it through a model and he and he should be good. Okay, but we thought didn't we think of that of, of Russell Wilson last year? I mean, yeah, uh, and he was not not good. So I mean, he's he's got I, I I think Watson has better better weapons than than Wilson does. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, good offensive line. Run should take the the pressure off him, but we'll see. He looked real bad last year. Uh, I think Elijah Moore may be a little over on this week. Yeah, thirty eight hundred, but we'll 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 see. 
right? Remember the up the ownership. Remember, as of now, I think based on our current ownership, uh, Raheem Mostert would be in like half my lineups, and I I, I think his ownership is going to come up from eight percent to more like you know sixteen to eighteen percent. So yep. definitely uh, check that out later in the week. If you're a premium member, you remember you get all of this type of stuff with a premium subscription. So click on the link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. Noto, where can people find you? When what, what other content? It seems like every anytime I click on Roto Grinders, it's this thing and your byline underneath it. So <laughs> so what 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 uh, what NFL stuff will you be coming out with uh, this week? Yeah, I mean, we'd love to have you a part of uh, RG Premium. I'll have uh, plenty of stuff up, including my uh, key personnel, where I go through position by position for week one. But also have some free stuff. I'll have uh, grind down articles for all of the showdown slates, Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. So uh, look out for those. The first looks are always free as well. Find me on Twitter at RG underscore Notorious. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for week one. Nervous, but excited. We're kind of like the opposites at, at, at Roto Grinders. It's like you don't you don't do many shows, right? So people right. that just watch the YouTube channel, it's like, oh no, no, he's that he's he's the guy that the byline on all these are like, <laughs> like all this co- written content is there, and then it's like I'm the complete opposite of like, oh, if you watch the YouTube channel, oh no, it's Blender again, More <laughs> Blender. Uh, doesn't this guy write? And then it's like, no, you don't find any of my written content because to me, what you do, like I don't know if, if anyone could pay me to write that many words it's just mental it's i don't know it's mentally exhausting to me to to have i'm the type of person that like if i had to write a four thousand word article it would take me 12 hours to do yeah man everything's better than it used to be we used to do the the nba grind down uh and the mlb grind down which was like you know five or six hundred words per game every single day and that was just uh absolutely brutal so Luckily, I don't have to do that anymore. Um, anyway, shout out to Cheese, man. He grinds that thing out every single day, and he makes it entertaining. Um, I don't know. That's one thing that I struggle with. I'm more of a concise, get to the point, and uh, you know, he paints a picture and uh, does a much better job with it. You'd rather include more jokes into your stuff? I mean, I would like to. I just, I'm like, okay, I got this many, this much things to do. I got to get it done by a certain time. I'm because I, you know, I don't focus on one sport, so I do the four main sports. So there's always something coming up next or uh yeah but I'd, I'd like to get more jokes in there if only there was a comedy writer on staff yeah there we go <laughs> help me yeah, out but they don't pay me for that like oh <laughs> I mean, imagine that i'm the, the, the i'm the one that makes all the jokes and all the articles and i get i have to do that all day i'd probably kill myself if i did that all day. <laughs> okay you can follow noto rg underscore notarius on twitter follow me at blender hd uh, we got Grinders Live for MLB coming up later today, 5 p.m. Eastern, followed by Crunch Time, presented by FanDuel, which is free every day. We got all the stuff here, as usual. The NFL content, it'll be, it'll be as I say, it comes, it just comes out of your ass, right? All of a sudden, Thursday, more posted stuff. We have, you know, the shows at night. We got the Pick 6 show. You know, we got the Fantasy Point show. We got tons of stuff for uh, JM and... And Squirrel Patrol will do a, the, you know, the solo ship show. There's, there's tons of stuff. So join us. Join us in the Discord, right, which is it's free. I don't know if people know this, but the main channels in our Discord are free. So you could just, as long as you have a Roto-Grinders account, right, you just have a username, you're able to get in there. So go to rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Join the party. Of course, I have my own premium channel, Blender's Game Theory, because no, no, I got to keep the riffraff out, right? I got, I, got a, I, I got a little VIP <sighs> section there. 
Uh, and if you want to join my my uh, channel, Blenders Game Theory, I do uh, group coaching calls twice a month. And the next one is tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern. So I'd love for you to join me then. So for, for Noto, I'm, I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender and Blender HD. And uh, this has been another edition of Roto-Grinders today. Mondays through Fridays, 11 o'clock Eastern on Roto-Grinders.com. <laughs>